worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us to begin with in the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 20, beginning at verse 1. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless, who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all, of, and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, you shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. Verses 1 through 17, Exodus chapter 20. Father, we thank you once again for your word. Thank you for the power and the wisdom, the grace and the anointing that rests upon your word. And thank you for the blessings that is ours as we take time to read and meditate on your word, as we take time to memorize your word, and as we take time to teach and preach and share your word and disciple others as well. Father, we thank you once again for the many lives that you've reached through the Ten Commandments Project to touch and bless. More and more stir more parents and believers to take a tool and a weapon like this one and use it for your glory in the building of your kingdom. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. He's going to lead us in prayer at this time. Our Father in heaven, we are so thankful for this day that you've given us. And Father, we pray that you will help us live it out in the way that brings you much honor. We pray that this broadcast will be uh, an encouraging time to our listeners and to those involved in the broadcast that above all that it would please you speak to us today father we are your children and we want to hear what you say to us and then we want to respond to it in a way that pleases you and we need your help to do that in jesus name i pray amen 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 thank you rick and thank you again for being a part of our listening family we're very blessed, grateful, and honored to have as our phone guest today, Derek and Misty Grooms. They're the dad and mom of five of the young people that participated in our Ten Commandments Project speech contest. So the Grooms family wins the prize for the most number of children entered in the contest from one single family. So we're really grateful to have them. Derek and Misty, how are you all today? 
We are blessed and we are grateful. Thank you. All right. We're doing all. Well, we're great, grateful to have you all with us today. And uh, I want to ask if you all will take, I'm going to, in fact, I'm going to ask if uh, Brother Derek, if you'll take a moment to kind of tell us just a little bit about yourself. And then I'm going to ask you to pray for our listeners that they'll have ears to hear what the Lord would have them to hear through the broadcast. And then I'm going to ask Misty to do the same. But we'll start with Derek at this time. All right. Uh, well, obviously, my name is Derek Grooms. Uh, I'm married to a awesome, beautiful wife, uh, Misty. Um, and we have six awesome kids to have come through now biologically, and we've adopted four as well. All right. Would you just say a word of prayer for us at this time? Uh, yes, sir. Dear God, just be with all of us today. And this broadcast, help it to glorify you, um, help us to shine your light and uh, be able to bless others and uh, to be able to lead more people to Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. Next is Misty. Uh, Misty, how are you today? I am great. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you again so much for uh, being with us today. And uh, I'm going to ask if you'll just tell our listeners a little bit about, a little bit of, about you. And then I'm going to ask you to pray for our listeners today as well. Okay. Um, so my name is Misty. I am married to Derek, and we live in Orange, Texas. We are very blessed to have six children. Um, I am a homeschooling mom. And um, we are blessed to be able to do that, and I am grateful that we are able to spread a great foundation for our children through schooling them. Mm. I'll say a word now. Okay. Dear God, we just ask that you come to us today, and you give us the words to say, you give us the right things to say that just glorify you, and that we touch listeners, and we are not only touch listeners, but we're even touched today, everybody on the broadcast, and that we just get everything out of it that you would have us get out. Amen. 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 Thank you again, Derek and Misty. Now, uh, I'm going to ask Derek and Misty if you will take a few moments to share this. Now, of course, we're grateful that you had five of your children to participate in the Ten Commandments Project speech contest. We're grateful for that. Now, did I understand correctly, You, between just the biological and adoptive children, you all have a total of 10, is that correct? No, we, no, sir, we have six. Okay, six altogether. Okay, then I'm trying to add to your family a little bit more then. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we had almost the whole, almost all the kids, all but one that did speeches then. So we're grateful again to have had those that did participate. Now, can you all, I'm going to ask if you all will take a few moments to tell us a little bit about your your journey as a family and just the whole, uh, your adoption journey as well for the um, the children that you've adopted. Okay. Um, I'll start off by saying, um, I think even before Derek and I were married in our pre-counseling, pre-marriage counseling, we both knew that adoption was always an option for us. So it started even way back then, but I think it was really laid on our heart in 2014. We, uh, we had Dara and Braley, which is our biological children at the time, and they were really young. And we lost everything we owned in a house fire. And um, a week after our house fire, we were able to move into a rent house, and it was fully furnished. 
by our church family. They fully furnished everything in our house, and we didn't have to pay spend a penny. And I think in that moment, we knew that God had blessed us so much and so greatly that it was time for us to start giving back and doing our part and being a better Christian and showing love and showing God's grace through us. And at that moment, we decided, we prayed and decided as a family that we would go and adopt one single boy because we had two girls and we just wanted to add a boy to our family. And um, I'll let Derek take up the story from here. Okay. Well, at that point, uh, we had our own uh, expectations going into it. Um, but through the uh, process of getting certified and approved uh, to uh, adopt, uh, we really felt led by the Holy Spirit to open up to also fostering. And um, so we went into it as a foster-adopt uh, family. And uh, throughout the process of five to six years, we had a total of 21 kids come through our house. And, of course, in our minds, we went into it thinking that we were going to be a blessing on their lives and improve you know, on them and hopefully lead them uh, towards Christ. But And hopefully we did that. But also, I think we really learned that God was working on us as well and our uh, ourselves and our fleshly uh, nature. And uh, I think I know that throughout this whole process that we've really um, grown as uh, better parents, but also, most importantly, as better Christians as well. And uh, the kids that we have been blessed to adopt were all fostered but then we got the opportunity to adopt them, and I'll let my wife tell about that. Mm-hmm. Now, did I understand? So, did I understand correctly me. that um, you said you are you all have fostered twenty one children? Did you say? Yes, sir. We fostered twenty one children. Okay. Okay. Then go right ahead. There. Okay. So in two thousand and eighteen, we were um, God blessed us with Elijah, Ezekiel, and Carly to be our forever children. And then one year later in 2019, we were able to adopt Addison. Okay. And so those are the the four children that you adopted. And so, and of course, Elijah and Ezekiel, they are twins. Is that correct? Yes, sir. They are. Okay. And how old is Addison? Addison is 13. Okay. All righty. Well, again, we're grateful to have all of you all come on, and uh, I'm going to ask if uh, uh, Derek and uh, Misty, if you all would pray for listeners to be prayerfully open, to, to pray about the possibility of becoming uh, foster parents and or adoptive parents as well. Yes, sir. Okay. Father God, I just come to you, and I ask you to um, touch parents' hearts that you know that their um, their purpose on this earth is to adopt or even foster children. Just touch their hearts and fill them, give them a big heart tug towards adoption and help their hearts be open to that. And, God, I know it's not easy, and I know they are probably questioning that that's really what it is, but if it is really their will and your, your will for them to adopt, just touch their hearts and lead them to that because there's no greater blessing than to raise up your children in a godly way and 
God, we know that we need more godly children in this world to lead and protect us as they grow older. God, just touch these parents' hearts and just lead them into the will that you have them and help them be tugged towards fostering and adopt. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. And Derek, would you say a word of prayer as well? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, dear God, uh, I just ask that you uh, be with all of us, all of our listeners, um, and remind them, as you reminded us, that you love us uh, more than words and even express, and that as Christians, you just call us to love others. And uh, as your son Jesus told us, um, that you, he is the way, the truth, and the life, and that starts with building our foundation. Um, and the best time to start that foundation is young, and there are tons of kids out there that do not have that opportunity. And as Christians, you bless us with the opportunity um, to become that for them uh, in a time of need in their lives. And I know you express through our lives, and you will do in others, that it's not just the kids being blessed, it's us being blessed as well. And I just thank you for that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And Father, I do thank you for the groom's family, and thank you, Father, for many other families that you are raising up or have raised up to, to be a part of the wonderful ministry of foster parenting and or the wonderful ministry of adoption as well. Father, raise up more and more individuals that you're calling to be foster parents and to be adoptive parents. So, Lord, and thank you, Father, for the the church, and thank you for how that you're just moving more upon more and more within the church to do just that. Flood the church with your spirit of compassion, grace, and mercy, and stir us more and more to be a church that is open to your heart and your will concerning being loving foster parents and adoptive parents as well. More and more, we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. We're privileged to have the groom's family with us today, and we'll be hearing from the speeches of some of the children in just a few minutes. We'll be right back. Planet Shakers with Only Way, a reminder that Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal life and eternal salvation. 
Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, we're grateful and blessed to have as our phone guest today the Grooms family, Derek and Misty, our dad and mom, and we're privileged to have with us also uh, five of the children that participated in the Ten Commandments speech contest. We have with us today Ezekiel and Elijah, Carly, and also Braley and Dara as well. And we're going to start with Ezekiel and Elijah. And Ezekiel and Elijah, how are you all doing today? Good. I'm doing great. All right. Well, we're grateful to have you all on. And we're going to listen to your speech. Now, you you two guys took the time to do a speech together, and so we appreciate you doing that. We're going to listen to your speech, and then we're going to come back and talk to you guys, okay? My name is Ezekiel Greens, and I am 10 years old in Punta Greens, Texas. I am Elijah Greens, and I am 10 years old, and I'm from Orange, Texas. Exodus 20:12, honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Um, we should honor our father and mother because um, um, Jesus and God love us and, and um, God sent his son to die on the cross for our sins and he loved us, so we and we should um, want to love him by obeying the rule that he, um, by honoring our father and mother. We should honor our father and mother because um, so we um won't be um punished and it, um it make um mom and dad happy and not punish us. Um, we should honor our father and mother because, um, when we little, um, we have, um, my mom and dad to, um, teach us so we, and, um, um, tell us things to do and we should honor on them. So when we grow up, so when we move out of the house, we can obey other authorities and God is the, um, most and number one authority that is greater, and we should um, obey him. We should honor our father and mother because um, um, our mom and dad was here to protect us for a reason, and um, we should follow them. And that, um, like God's rules is um, when we grow up, we should want to um follow them too and that we should do that. As it is twenty twelve, honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Ezekiel and Elijah, great speech, great speech. And thank you guys for taking the time to do a speech together. So really appreciate it. Good job, good job. All right. Tell me, Ezekiel and Elijah, do either or both of you, do 
Do you each have a favorite book of the Bible? Um, Psalms, all the gospel. Okay. All right. Ezekiel, you, you said yours is the Psalms? No, so. Okay, then that was Elijah. Then Okay, okay. All righty. All right. Well, again, you fellas did a great job with your speech. Thank you so much for participating, and we really appreciate you being on with us. Now, how old are you, Ezekiel? Ten. You're ten. So, Elijah, that makes you ten as well, since you're his twin brother, right? Yes, sir. All right. Well, thank you all again. You all did a great job with your speech, and thanks for being on with us today, okay? Thank you. All righty. All right, next, we're going to hear from Carly. Uh, Carly, how are you today? Good. All right. Carly, how old are you? Seven. You're seven. All right. Well, Carly, we're going to listen to your speech, and then we're going to come back and talk to you as well, okay? Yes, sir. I'm Carly, and Carly Grounds, and I'm from Orange, Texas, and I'm seven. Honor your father and mother, and you will have a long life in the land that your Lord, your God, has given you. You ha also have to honor your father and mother because they know what's best for you. They love you, and they want to help you. And you also have, um, and you have to listen to them because. That pleases God, and you want to please God because you're a Christian, and because you're a Christian, he, God loves us so much. He gave his only son, whoever believes in him, to not perish but have eternal life. But God um, sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins and raise again. And Jesus died on the cross and saved us for the power of penalty of sin. All right, Carly, excellent job. Very good speech, great speech. Thank you, Carly, very much. Uh, and Carly, um, now you do you happen to have a favorite person in the Bible, like a favorite Bible character, maybe? Yes, sir. Okay, who would Peter. that be? Who is that? He died and crushed for my sins. Amen. He just for my sins. Amen. Amen. And I appreciate the fact that you're doing some good preaching through your speech. So thank you very much for doing that. Then, do you do you have a favorite Bible verse, Carly? I am with you always, even to the end of the ages. Oh. Matthew twenty-eight twenty. All right, that's an excellent. Verse to have is your favorite Bible verse. Thank you, Carly. Well, Carly, again, thank you so much. You did a great job on your speech, and we really appreciate you being a part of the Ten Commandments speech speech contest, okay? Thanks. All right. Okay, next we have Braley. And Braley, how are you today? Good. All right, good to have you on as well. And Braley, how old are you? Ten. You're, you're 10. Okay. All right. And uh, we're going to listen to your speech, and then we're going to come back and talk to you as well, okay? Okay. 
Braley Grooms. I'm from Orange, Texas, I'm, and I'm 10. The fifth commandment God gives us is honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God gives you. Gives you. We're, we will start with the word honor from the Webster Dictionary to regard or treat with admiration and respect. Now, admiration means a, a feeling of great and delighted approval. Respect means high or special regards. Knowing what all these words mean, I would say honor your father and mother means treat them with authority and always do what they say. We should also love our parents and be kind to them so that we may live long in the land of the Lord your God gives us. I believe that if you listen to your father and mother and take their advice and do as they say, they, because they have a lot more wisdom and experience than you, we do, and they would tell us not to do crazy stuff that make our lives end quickly. Some examples of honoring your father and mother are when they tell you to do your chores, you do them cheerfully because that helps your family run smoothly when everyone does their part to help out. Another example is when they have rules such as not going in the front yard alone. That's because things could happen to us like getting hurt or kidnapped and there would be no one else to tell our parents. This rule is to help us by keeping us safe. My last example would be the rule of reading our Bibles and praying to God daily. This rule helps us know how God wants us to live and helps us grow a stronger relationship with God, which helps me my entire life. Proverbs 1, 8 through 9 says, My child, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instructions. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and will be a chain of honor around your neck. Meaning, listen and learn from your parents from a young age, and it it can help instill good habits and values your whole life into adulthood, making your life easier. So other than it makes our lives way easier, it also pleases God. And we should want to please God because we are Christians, and God always gives us everything we need and loves us even if we aren't perfect. So pleasing God is what we should want to always do. When we obey God's rules and love Him, we glorify Him. And God deserves glorification in all things. Honoring our parents is also honoring and obeying God. When we honor God with a cheerful and joyful heart, others will see it and prayerfully they will want to do that also. So our lives should show love and gratitude toward God in order to bring others to God. Honoring your father and mother makes our lives easier. It pleases God and brings others to God. So to me, that seems like something we should definitely want to do. All right, Braley, wonderful speech, excellent speech. Thank you again for taking the time to share your speech. Now, Braley, just a question. Uh, what were you able to learn while you were writing your speech? Even though my parents' rules seem silly, they're actually there to help me. Hmm. Well, that's. Uh, I'm glad that you learned that. Praise the Lord. Good to hear that. Thank you for sharing. Now, do you have a favorite Bible verse? 
Yes, sir. What is your favorite Bible verse? Proverbs 1, 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, and fools despise wisdom and discipline. All right. Excellent verse. All right. Now, do you have a favorite Bible story? And, you, and if you do, tell us why it's your favorite Bible story. Yes, sir. Esther, because she was brave and fought for her people, even though it was scary. Mm, okay. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that then. Uh, Rayleigh, you were going to read a scripture for us, uh, Psalm 23, right? Yes, sir. Okay, please go ahead. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green me meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. All right. Thank you, Braley. You're an excellent Bible reader. So thank you for taking the time to read for us as well. And I'm just going to say a word of prayer for you and your brothers and sisters. We're going to uh, hear your your sister uh, Dara's speech on the other side of the break, but we're going to take a moment to pray for all of you. Father, we thank you once again for uh, Derek and Misty Grooms. Thank you for each of the children. We thank you, Father, for Ezekiel and Elijah. We thank you for Carly. Thank you for Braley. And we thank you for Dara as well. And thank you, Lord, for the fact that each of them worked hard and put together a great speech that can bless and is blessing a lot of people even as we speak. Lord, anoint them all afresh with the spirit of grace. More and more help them to grow, to become more the bright shining witnesses that you'd have them to be for their peers and for the world. And Lord, anoint us all afresh with the spirit of grace that moves us in such a way that we all will seek to proclaim Jesus to the world. Thank you, Lord, for how that these Precious young children are even proclaiming Jesus through their speeches, proclaiming truth through their speeches, proclaiming light that the world needs to hear. Lord, more and more use their speeches and raise up more and more young people that will stand up and speak truth to a world that desperately needs to hear your truth. And it's your truth that sets us free. Help us to know, Lord, it's our privilege, our honor as children and as adults to be bright, shining witnesses and ambassadors for your kingdom everywhere we go. Anoint them and anoint us all afresh with that spirit of grace and cause our witness for Christ to grow with every passing day. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession and we're privileged to have as our phone guest today the Grooms family as the children are sharing their Ten Commandments Project Speech Contest. We'll be right back.
music from Elevation Worship with O Sing. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guests today are the Grooms family, Derek and Misty, our dad and mom, and then we have the privilege of having with us today Ezekiel and Elijah, whose speech we've heard, Carly and Braley as well, and we've heard their speeches. And so we're now about to talk with Dara and um, hear her speech as well. Dara, how are you today? I'm good. All right. Now, how old are you, Dara? Fifteen. You're fifteen. Okay, then. So you're big sister for everybody else that was on with us today. So we're grateful that you participated in the project then. So, Dara, we're going to listen to your speech, and then we're going to come back and talk with you, okay? Yes, sir. Hi, my name is Dara Grooms. I am 15 years old, and I'm from Orange, Texas. Exodus 20:12 says, Honor your father and mother so that you will live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Honor your father and mother means to love and respect them. You should obey them and try to please them with your words and actions. When we obey our parents, it can make our lives better. Like if your mom or dad tells you to clean your room and obey, and you obey them by doing so, you will not have a hard time finding your things, such as your shoes and clothes, when it is time for you to leave, so you won't make everyone run late. When Moses was on Mount Sinai and God gave him the Ten Commandments to give to his people, the Israelites, they had to obey the commandments. It is different for us today because we are saved by grace alone, through Jesus alone, because he died in our place and saved us from the power and penalty of our sins and brought us back to God. So it is not our actions that save us. When we become Christians, we make God and Jesus our Lord and Savior. So we want to please them and make them happy, just like our parents. We don't have to obey them, but we should want to because we love them. It can also make our lives happier and better. Like if your mom tells you not to go onto the road, you shouldn't do it. If you do, you could get hit by a car and be hurt badly or possibly die. Our parents have rules to help make our lives easier, not to make our lives harder or miserable. When we are taught to obey our parents, it can also teach us to obey authority. Like when we get older and get a job, we have a boss. But if we haven't learned how to obey our mother and father, how would we know how to obey our boss? If we don't obey our boss, then we could get fired and you wouldn't have any income. And as adults, you need income to live. So obeying our parents prepares us to obey all authority, like bosses, police officers, and teachers, all authority above us, which can relate to us and God. God is another one of our authorities. He's our highest authority. So obeying our parents can also teach us to obey, respect, love, and honor God, which is the number one commandment. Hebrews 13, 17 tells us, Obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your soul, and they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this with joy, not with sorrow. That would certainly not be for your benefit. So all godly authority is here to help us grow wiser and stronger as Christians. Proverbs eleven fourteen also says, Without wise leadership, a nation falls. There is safety in having many advisors. So if we didn't have godly leaders in our life, we wouldn't know that the Bible guides us and how we should live our lives. Our parents are the best examples of godly leaders, so we should definitely obey our mother and father. Obeying our parents with our words and actions will help our lives by making them easier, it pleases God and our parents, and can make us overall more joyful people. All right, Dara. Beautiful speech. Excellent job. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, well, Dara, just a few questions we'd like to ask you. 
Uh, did you learn anything that you didn't already know while you were preparing your speech? Yes, sir. I learned that just because someone is an authority figure over us doesn't mean that they are godly. We should respect all authority, but we shouldn't take ungodly advice. Mm, excellent point. Thank you for sharing that. Very good wisdom there. Was it, What were you reminded of while you were writing your speech? Anything came to mind? That you should very much honor your parents because it pleases God. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, you made a, just a number of excellent points in your speech that really a lot of young people could learn from. And so that's one more reason why I'm grateful that all of you were willing to come on and allow us to share your speeches and you give you a chance to share too because the wisdom that you and your brothers and sisters are sharing is good wisdom for all young people everywhere. And a lot of young people need to learn some of the things that you all are talking about in your speeches. So we really appreciate you being on with us today. Tell me, uh, Dara, do you have a favorite Bible story? Yes, sir. I really like the story of Joseph because it teaches me about forgiveness, and it reminds me that if Joseph could forgive, then so can I. Mm. Excellent point as well. Yeah, and you know, uh, again, I do appreciate all of you sharing about just favorite Bible stories and verses that you have because that can encourage a lot of other young people when they see young people like you all sharing your heart and sharing your faith as well. All right, what do you have a favorite book in the Bible? Yes, sir. Genesis, because it teaches about how our world began. Hmm. Yeah, you know, Genesis, of course, it's God's introductory book to the whole Bible. You're exactly right. So thank you again for taking the time to come on and share. Well, again, Dara, we're really grateful that you did the speech and that you participated in the speech contest. And so thank you and all your brothers and sisters. You all, all did a great job. So thanks for being with us today, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Now, we're going to uh, spend the last few minutes talking back to Dad and Mom, uh, Derek and Misty. Uh, Derek and Misty, uh, can you tell us what were some of your thoughts and reactions as you saw each of the children and uh, pre- prepare their speech and do their speeches? Were there anything in particular you'd like to share that struck you, that really touched you, that you saw going on as they were participating in this project? Uh-huh. Well, I know for me, uh, personally, uh, me and also my wife, I uh, spent a lot of time uh, trying to teach, obviously, our kids about God and His Word and, and the truth and godly wisdom, and uh, we do a lot of Bible studies in order to uh, fill them with that knowledge and lay a good foundation on their lives, but it was a very big uh, blessing to see them take that and actually be able to uh, come up with a speech and to include Bible verses in it, and then to articulate it uh, in a way uh, uh, that was, uh, I thought, very good. And it was uh, a blessing uh, for me to be reminded that it, as parents, when we do put in that effort, it is reaping uh, rewards with that. Mm, praise God. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Misty, anything you'd like to share along that line? Chair, that I'm so proud of all of them. Just the way that they were able to use the Bible and go back and forth and find different verses that just showed their their points in different parts of the Bible, and just that they were able to reinforce the Word of God the way they did. Mm. And you know, I think it's you're you're ex- right on target in view of the fact that 
obviously as dad and mom, you're proud of them, but I think every adult listening to them should be proud of them and should pray for them because them and young people like them are wise to, number one, fill their hearts and their minds with the Word of God. Because we live in a world today where so many children, their minds are being filled with the wrong things. So much darkness that is obviously affecting the way they think, the way they uh, act and react, the way they see the world. And so praise God for parents like yourselves who are taking the time to really pour God's mighty Word into the minds and the hearts of the children. And I was very encouraged to hear how that each of them talked about the importance of Jesus being a central part of their lives. And obviously, again, uh, the, the right things are being poured into their minds and their hearts because, again, Jesus is the key to everything, absolutely everything. And so they that came out beautifully in their speeches. So uh, uh, our time is almost gone. I'm going to ask if uh, Derek and Misty, would you— each of you pray for parents in the work of discipling their children. If you would, Derek, and then Misty, please. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, dear God, just be with uh, all of, of the parents out there and help us to be reminded of the great blessing uh, that children are to us. Um, and what a great opportunity we have um, as Christians with your word uh, and your truth to lay that solid foundation in their lives so that as they grow up, uh, they will remember it and be able to turn to it and be reminded of it and to uh, be a light uh, to this world as they grow up. Uh, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Dear God, I just come to you today and ask you to be with parents Today, I know this world is throwing evil to our children left and right, and just, God, give us the courage and motivation to set that godly foundation for our children so that when they are coming questions with anything in the world, that they know their first answer is the Bible, and they turn to the Bible for everything that they need, God. Just help us as parents motivate our children and teach them and bring them up in the Word of God, God. Uh, I know that we are busy as parents, but give us the time and energy and motivation to lead our children in the right way towards the Bible every single time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And so, again, uh, Derek and Missy, I want to just say again, really appreciate just you all taking the time to come on with us today. And just your example uh, of serving the Lord, praise God, for, for believers like yourselves who are Embark, courageous enough to embark upon the wonderful ministry of both foster parenting, uh, adoptive adoption, but also really doing the important, the joyful and, and important work of diligently discipling our children. I can't over, overemphasize how important it is that God is very clear about the fact that a, a major part excuse me, a major part of our responsibility as Christian parents is to do our part to help our children come to know Jesus and to teach them how to walk with Jesus. And a big part of that is teaching them to be students of God's precious word, teaching them to pray, teaching them how to walk with God. Father, thank you, Lord, for the groom's family. Thank you for all the families that participated in the Ten Commandments Project as well. And Lord, thank you, Lord, for the fact that every Christian parent has this great both responsibility but joyful opportunity to help their children come to know Jesus and to learn to follow him as well as they disciple them. Help us to be about 
your business in doing just that faithfully. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, again, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today and you've never made the step of inviting Jesus Christ to come into your heart to be the Lord and Savior of your life, today is a great day to get saved. Today is a great day to ask Christ to come into your heart to save you, to make you brand new so that you'll come to know him as your Lord and Savior, and so that whenever you leave this world, you'll be able to spend all eternity with the Lord Jesus in heaven. If you want to make that step, would you simply from your heart pray this prayer with us even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived, you died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess. Lord, I've sinned and I've done wrong in many, many ways. By faith, I repent and turn from all the wrong things I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, right now, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. Help me to read your word daily. Help me to pray and seek you daily. Help me to live a life in obedience to you daily. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much want to be in touch with you. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please email us. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We definitely hope to hear from you. Again, joseph at afr.net. Well, again, Derek and Misty, as well as to all the children, thank you all so much for being with us today. Thank you. All right. And again, each of the kids did a great job, and you all did a great job. We appreciate you being on with us, but be blessed. And we invite every listener to pray much for the groom's family and all the families that participated in the Ten Commandments Project. Hope that you'll take time to do that. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.